everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. God bless, God bless. We welcome everyone, the young men, women, and God's worldwide ministry. And tonight we have our Bible study. Studying out of... The, the second epistle of John tonight. We thank everyone for joining us. God bless y'all. As we always do, we open up with prayer. Father God, we thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for blessings on this wonderful day that you have made. Thank you for all you have done, will do, shall do in our lives. And Father God, we just ask you tonight to open up our mind, body, souls, and our spirits to hear your word and to hear what your word has to say to us in a pathetic fashion, Father God. And, Father God, we bind any spirits that may come across this line in any form, fashion, or way to try to hinder the word of God. And we plead the blood of Jesus over this line, and we bind that, that spirit in the name of Jesus. Father God, we praise you, we exalt you, we magnify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As we always do, we open up with our announcements. Every Monday night, we're here at 9 o'clock having God's Bible study. Please join us. It's either me or Pastor Nadine Riley Washington that will be sharing the word and allowing God to let us teach the word on Monday nights at 9 o'clock. Amen. On Wednesdays, we'll be opening up our April revival, which is called Get Ready or Get Left, coming out of Matthews, the 25th chapter, the 1st to the 13th verse. Come in here, Pastor um, <laughs> um, I can't think of what who is it, uh, Pastor Nadine? Sorry, I'm, I'm giving it to you now. I'm okay. giving it to you right now. Her name, um, her name, oh, God. Bible study tonight, okay. Uh, hmm. Do I have it? Oh, overseer. You, you know you, you're really confused. Lord, forgive us. Please forgive us. Because sometimes we get a little <laughs> overwhelmed in what we're doing. So we get a little sidetracked, but you know what we're doing. You know, Father God, in the name of Jesus, what we need. Jesus, here it goes. Here it goes. Um, the person that will be preaching on on Wednesday night is Pastor Blood. Pastor Blood, yes, Pastor Blood will be with us on Wednesday night. Thank you. So please come join us as Pastor Blood is out of. Arkansas, the state of Arkansas. So come join this powerful woman of God as she will be sharing the word on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. And we will have a different speaker every night. 
during this month to share on Get Ready or Get Left. And mm-hmm. on Sundays, on Sundays, on, on this month, please come join us on Good Friday as Pastor Nadine Riley will be sharing the last seven words of Christ on that Friday night at 9 o'clock. Right, 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 right time, right, 9 o'clock? Mm-hmm. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. That's no. kind of late. Uh, Let's make 7 it o'clock. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be better. Seven or eight. Okay, it would be seven o'clock on yes. Friday on Good Friday night. Come and join her to hear the men and women of God that will share the last seven words of Christ as He goes to the cross. Amen. Amen. Every Wednesday night, I mean every Sunday, we will be here on God's Sunday evening service, sharing. A word of God at seven o'clock. Please join us on Sundays at seven o'clock with our very own Pastor Nadine Riley Washington, and she will be the host of Sunday night service. Amen. And and those are announcements. We also want to let everybody know at this time we were going to have our women's conference in the month of June, but we have it has been canceled. And we will give further notice on when we will be having the Women's Conference in New York. So please keep an ear as God will open up another door for us to have his Women's Conference this year. Those are our announcements. Please take heed to them and follow them. Be led by the Spirit to join us on the line on those various nights that God has opened up his word for us to be a part of. And we thank you. Amen. Well, we're going into Bible studies. Tonight, this is something deep. Um, John is going to be talking, and we only have... 13 verses to go to. So we wanted to share what John has to share with the body of Christ tonight. In second, the second epistles of John, John opens up and he says, The elders unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. So here John opens up, and I, I love what he says here. He says, the elders under the elect lady. An elect lady is any woman that is in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, today, a lot of churches have formulated their own word, calling it a first lady. But the Bible calls every woman an elect lady. Amen. And and that elect means that's a chosen woman of God. Mm-hmm. So women, don't get upset if somebody call you elect lady. You are a first lady. As as the layman people have put it in the church, I don't believe in pastors' wives being first ladies because they could be married to that lady so many years and divorce her and marry another woman, and that woman ain't the first lady. But when we when we start talking about our elect lady, 
that makes a difference because her election is not because of the position that she sits in, but it's who God chose her to be as a woman of God. Amen. So, Paul, so John reaches out and he says, her children who I love and the truth, and not only, but also all they that have known the truth. So Paul is speaking out to all those that walk in the, in the word of God, that know the truth. And he's just often a greeting to them in the opening of this scripture. He goes on in the second verse, and he says, For the truth's sake which dwells in us shall be with us forever. And he just lets us know that the word of God that's in us is going to be with us forever. Amen. I don't give you I don't give you a backslide. I don't care what you do. The word of God, if it's in you, it's going to be in you. Mm-hmm. Don't make a difference. If you go back into the world and act the fool or whatever, the word of God is still in you. This is why God said, I'm married to the backslider. Because, because even though you went back out into the world, you still attached to him because his word is in you. Mm-mm-mm. Amen. Anyone have any comments so far? Anything they'd like to say on the first two verses? Well put. Amen. 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 Oh, so you first thing. <laughs> I was yeah, first lady. I was going to say first lady. I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. And the thing is that I'm glad that you're hearing that. That y'all will know that by the biblical terminology of what a woman in the body of Christ is, she is an elect mm-hmm. lady. I'm, le- I'm learning. I'm learning. You know, we we respect the fact of what the church has identified the first lady as being the pastor's wife. But let me tell you something. Every Every woman in the church is an elect lady. But it's just it is traditional. That's why it's usually said because it's just traditional. It's been passed down, been passed down from generation to generation. Amen, amen. But tonight y'all learning the truth, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's amen. what it's about learning the truth. I don't. I when I when I come when I go to see my friends and pastors, and mm-hmm. and I'm in the pulpit. If I get to speak, I always respect the elect lady of the church. Right. Amen. I don't say for I don't really say first lady that much. I say God bless the elect lady of the church. And and I will go so far to bless all the elect ladies of the church. So again, women don't don't get upset if somebody calls you an elect lady. That is who God chose to call you in his word. Let's Amen. carry on. In the third verse he says, Grace be with you and mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and in love. So he's saying, let the grace of God be with you all and the mercy mm-hmm. and the peace of God the Father because this is what rule reigns and abide in our spirits when we, when we deal with each other. It should, it should always be in the grace of God. Amen. You know? And he goes on to say, and we have received a commandment from the Father. And the commandment, and, and, and excuse me, I'll skip. But he says, from the Lord Jesus Christ and the Son of the Father and the truth and love. Because Jesus abides in us. And he is the truth. Yes. He said, I'm, I'm divine. 
He said, I'm the truth, the way, and the life. So in him that's in us abides the truth, the way, and the life that we need to live in being children of God. Even, even in our downfall, as long as we get back up and acknowledge him, we are walking in his truth, his love, and his way. Amen. And, and to give you a little more understanding to that, let me just read some from First Timothy 1 and 2, first chapter, second verse. It says, it says a little something here. What it says is, under Timothy, my own son, in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. So even in the book of Timothy in the first chapter, in the second verse, it says, unto Timothy, my own son. And this is Paul talking to Timothy, calling his own son in the faith. And he greets him. Mm-hmm. And he says, grace and mercy and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord be upon you. We should always greet each other with the grace and peace of God because it's upon us. And it's a way for us to greet each other in a peaceful manner. You know, you know, people get upset because the Bible says that when we greet each other, we should greet each other with a hug and a kiss. And I know some of you women, I know some of you women don't want no women hugging and kissing on your man, but it's biblical. It's just the nature of, of how, <laughs> it's just the nature of it. And there's some of you men on this line don't want no man always hugging and, and, and kissing on your, on your wife or your woman. And that's, that's yeah. natural. That's natural. But that's why you, but, that's why you hug them. You hug, you hug them. When you hug them, you turn, to the, turn your face to the side. Turn right. your face to the side. Right. That way the you're side. disrespect. You're right. There's no lipstick getting on the collar. None of that. You ain't have to worry about nobody getting offended because it was just That's a hug. It. And the only thing touched was the arms, not even the chest, because you're standing far away and you're hugging to the side. Right, right, right. It's the manner that we greet each other in. And here, the, biblically, they're teaching, us, they're teaching us how to greet each other with words. Mm-hmm. Before, Before... Before we can can embrace each other, we should greet each other with the words, and the words will let everyone let us around us let us know what this greeting is all about. Amen. Amen. You know, you know, I have a lot of brothers when they see me, they say, uh, "Peace and mercy, my brother," and mm-hmm. I say, "Grace and pe- I say, grace and peace unto you," because now and then we we give each other hugs. And this lets people know in your surrounding area that y'all are brothers of the cloth. Y'all are brothers of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Because we could take it the, the way things are today with the, with that perverted spirit running around. We could take things out of context with two men hugging on each other, telling each other they love each other. <laughs> I'm only being real here. I'm only being real. So. You know, it gives us a, it gives us a better understanding when we hear the greeting coming out of each other's mouth and meeting each other. John goes on to, to talk with us about 
he wants to counsel us in the next couple of verses, and he wants to he wants to give us a warning, and he's warning us about something. Let's let's go to the counseling. He said, "I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth, as we have received the commandment from the Father." And and and, and what John is saying here that I am so pleased, and it's nothing to see people that you meet that are walking in the Word of God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they're, they're not only speaking the word, but they're ministering the word in their daily walk. They ain't cussing you out. They ain't, they ain't telling you this, telling you that. They ain't bite, backbiting on somebody and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. people, people what, what, what John is saying is, I have met some people that are, are, are obscening and holding up the word of God in their daily walk. Amen. Because the Bible says that we should, we should lift each other up daily. When I meet you, I shouldn't be wanting to cast down anybody in the body of Christ at all. Amen. You know? And he says, he says we, we receive the commandment to be, to be like we are. And he's telling the truth. We are commanded to love one another. And if, if 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 I'm talking down or cussing you out or something like that, I ain't showing you no love. Amen. So we need to we need to always move back and understand what God has commanded us to do. He even goes in scripture back in First Corinthians and he tells us, even if a brother do you wrong still treat him as a brother. Because this, this is the part that you still love that person, even though they didn't do you right. You still love them. And we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to minister the, the word of God in our, in our walk, in our speech, in, in, our, in our relationship with one another. Yes. So John goes on to say, and now I beseech thee. And what the word beseech means, he says, I'm calling you. I want you to understand. Uh-huh. The word beseech means to call, to call. Uh-huh. He says, now I call thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment. And now he's talking to the ladies. I want you to see who you're talking to. He says, now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we had from the beginning, that we love one another. See, I just talked about that. See, he's telling the women that you got, you got, to, love, you got to love those around you no matter what. Amen. You know, we might not like things that go on, but we can love people through what we don't like. Can I can I can I let y'all hear that again? Mm-hmm. You know, I so they, they the people say it, but they don't know how to how to really voice it. We love people through what we don't like because people always say, "Well, you know, I love them, but I don't like I don't like what they do." So what? Mm-hmm. You just move whatever you don't like out the way to love them too. 
The Bible says that love covers much sin. So even though I'm sinning, you still love me through my sin. And if you want to know God, right, God loves us through our sin. Mm-hmm. Love them and just pray for them. Amen. You said, you said Amen. everybody puts it. That's right. Everybody has something that they do. Amen. As a woman of God just said, we've got to love each other through our downfall. Mm-hmm. Because ain't none of us perfect. But if you can love me through what I'm going through, I can love you back for loving me when I needed love. Come on now. Say that. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I need you to love me while I'm going through that I can love you back and appreciate who you are and, and loving me when I'm down, when I'm messed up, when I'm broke, I ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. That you still, you still show me love in the midst of what I'm dealing with. And this is what John is reaching out, counseling the women here about loving one another. Yeah. He showed us that he showed us that over in first John three and eleven. Let's go let's just go over there real quick. First John three and eleven. First John three and eleven. This is what he said. So this is the message that he heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That the message that we heard from the beginning is that we should love one another no matter what. You and your spouse mm-hmm. will go through something. But when mm-hmm. it's all over, you, you still love your spouse. Amen. If I go through something with my, my other half, and we both upset, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is that we still love each other through it. Amen. Because hours are going to pass or a day may pass, and it will be over, and we'll be right back getting to that place, loving and doing the things for each other. Mm-hmm. And, see, love is, and I want you to understand, love is an action word. It ain't just something you say. Oh, I love you, I love you. No. When you're going through something and when it's over, show that love. Don't just don't say it. Show it. Yes. Do something for that person. Exercise that, that you still love them. Don't make them sit there and be wondering, you know, I still love them now. They don't, they don't want to act like they don't love me. No. <laughs> we should move past that. It shouldn't. You should. Y'all laughing, but it's the truth. You should move past that. You should be able to show them, to demonstrate to them that yeah, we went through that, but I love you anyway. And boom, this is the love I'm showing you. Amen. You know, because God shows us that same love, even though we go through things with Him that He don't like, He still loves us. Yes, He does. He still loves us. And he don't turn around and oh, and you ain't got to worry about God not showing you his love because even though you go through something, he shows you the love that he'll bring you out. Yes, yes. See, if he didn't love you, yes. he would let you stay right in your little mess. 
Mm, say that. But God will always bring you out. And when he brings you out, that's the love that he has for you. The Bible says that he chastises those that he loves. Mm. Yes, he does. You know what I'm saying? When you when you chastise your child, you ain't chastise them just because you don't love them. You chastise them because you love them. Yeah. In the sixth verse, it goes on to say, and this is this is love that we walk after His commandments. This is the commandment that, as ye have heard from the beginning, ye shall walk in it. And this and 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 this is the commandment that God gave us. God didn't say you can have a choice whether you should or not. He told you this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so tonight I'm here to tell you. you You've got to show this love for one another. You don't show this love. You're not a child of God. And y'all can go on. I just told you. You can run around and say you this, that. You know what I'm saying? But the Bible says you know a person by the fruits they bear. Mm-hmm. Amen. And if you don't bear no fruit of love, huh, you know, the Bible, the Bible even says love your enemy. Ain't that so? Mm-hmm. When it's, telling you to love, when it's telling you to love somebody that has done all kinds of things against you, and the Bible still telling you, love your enemy. So how come you can't love your neighbor, and you can't love your spouse, and you can't love the person with, with you, and, and, and <laughs> they ain't your enemy? <laughs> you know? Love them. Love them more. He says, for many deceivers are entering into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Amen. This word speaks for itself. That those, see, you got people that acknowledge God, but you never hear them speak about Christ. Mm. Wow. But the thing about it, Jesus said the only way to the Father is through me. So yeah. if you never if you never acknowledge the Son, then you don't know the Father. I didn't say that. It's in the Bible. It's a, it's a word in the Bible. Jesus said, if you don't know the Son, then you don't know the Father. Because Amen. the only way to the Father is through the Son. So those that yeah. the Bible says that don't acknowledge Christ. They're, they're, they're workers of the Antichrist. There's a lot of churches you go to, they don't even preach about Jesus Christ. They preach about Father God. They preach about God, 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 but they never acknowledge the Son. And it's through the Son that we receive the New Testament and the Word of God. Amen. And let, 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 let me give you some evidence. Let's go over the first John. Let's go over to John, the first chapter. John says it's so so awesome that, that, that you you can you can take this in for what it is. In John, the first chapter, the first verse. 
He says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing, not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light yeah. shined in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Mm-mm-mm. Amen. Mm-mm-mm. And it tells you that, it tells you right there from the beginning that Jesus was with the Father. And it was nothing made without Jesus on the earth. Nothing was made without Jesus. But yet we see our relationship with the Father, but not with the Son. Mm. And this is what John is saying here. That we need we need to understand those that just confess the Father but never confess the Son. I'll tell you one thing, don't miss it. Over in first John, let me just read that that comprehends what I'm saying. First John four and one. And it says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So we've got to know those that bring and pronounce the word before. And if they're not ever speaking about who Christ is, then they're not of God. Can I tell you all that again? That they are mm-hmm. not of God. Amen. All right. He goes yeah. on to say, look to yourself that we lose not those things which we have wooed, but that for. So he says, he says, don't lose the things that you're gaining, the things that you, you have apprehended from God. It says the one thing, that we seek the riches of Christ Jesus. So we see yeah. all the things that's in him to become a part of who we are. Mm, say that. And and for us to be complete and, and walk in the fullness of who Christ is, we have to apprehend, apprehend the things that are in Christ. Yes. And that's why he says, but we receive a full reward. When we receive Christ, we receive the full reward of God. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. We can't get the things of God without Christ. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yeah. We have to acknowledge him. We have, we, have, we have to lift him up. Yes. And I, I love what that word says, that if we lift him up, he'll draw all men under him. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you will. That's what he said. You know? He says another part before we move over to the ninth verse in Galatians 3 and 4. I just want to be, I want to share some things tonight. Galatians 3 and 4. In Galatians 3 and 4, he says, Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed... Yet in vain. My Lord. Have you have you suffered so many things in vain? 
if he if it be yay in vain. And he's letting us know that 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 if we don't walk in Christ, then we receive these things in vain because they don't they don't benefit us. I go through a lot of I go through a lot of things. But you know one thing? Whatever I go through, I always take it back to, to Jesus. I take it back to him. I pray about it. Even in my wrongs, I'm not right all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not right all the time. You know? I have incidents in my life that sometimes is me. You know what I'm saying? I might do something I shouldn't do and 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 not be in the right mindset. Amen. Like I was a I was a couple of days ago. I was not in the right mindset in the situation. And and I could admit it. And that's what it's about. Acknowledging when you're right and when you're wrong. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. We have to acknowledge it. The Bible, the Bible says that we should have an open confession before one another. Mm-hmm. When I'm wrong, I'm supposed to confess to that person I'm wrong. Yes. Please forgive me. You know? And and the thing about it, I'm always open to forgive somebody. You know why? Because the Bible told me that. If I can't forgive, how can I expect my, the, the Lord, that I, the God that I serve to forgive me? Yes. You know that's what I'm that's, that's what you're And that's why I, I've grown to forgive people. I don't hold something and let it ride day after day after day. The Bible says one thing. Don't let don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Amen. You know? Yes, God. Yes, the Bible God. says weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So so you know what? I may weep about what happened, but I need to seek out the joy that's going to come in the morning about overcoming that and moving into the next stage, whatever situation it was. Whether it was your spouse you had a disagreement with, whether it was your children, whether it was a friend, your pastor, or whoever, you need to let you need to know when the sun come back up, you need to move on past sure. what happened while the while the sun was down. Amen. 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 That's right. Amen. And I'm glad to hear y'all saying amen because I'm glad y'all are grabbing this because it's the truth, you know. Because, see, the thing about it, and I'm going to move on after I say this, what will happen is you leave that person. You don't know if that person will die that night, die that day, and you didn't get a chance to reconcile that situation that was so small, so so little, so so petty that you didn't get a chance and now you gotta live with the agony of that for the rest of your life. And that happens in so many families. Amen, it does. You're right, so many families. Amen. It does. That that that, that they didn't I, I I had a uh my brother let's talk about my brother. He had a Disagreement with my mother. He never solved it. And when my when my mother passed away, 
You know what I'm saying? He grieved until he died about never, never, never getting a chance to reconcile that situation with our mother. And that had to hurt. That had to hurt. I know it hurt. It hurt him. Because whenever her birthday or something came around or a thing that we were so used to coming together for, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you, could, you could see us coming together and, and he would be there coming with a smile, but after a while you could just see him sitting in the corner crying because he never rectified that situation. And if, you, if you're really a child of God... You you you're you you're you 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 are convicted. You feel the conviction. You feel the conviction when you when it's like that. You feel it. Amen. 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 And 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 I can only talk about my own. And you know the Bible says that if you be good to your parents, you live a long life. He didn't live yeah. a long life. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't even be 50 years old. Oh, Lord Jesus. You know, he died in a terrible car accident, but still, you know. My Lord. But this is why, getting back to, we don't want to live our life in vain. We want to be able you know. to embrace the fullness of Christ Jesus in our life. Amen. It says in the ninth verse, whoever transgresses and abides not in the doctrine of Christ had not God. He that abides in the doctrine of Christ, he had, he had both the Father and the Son. Okay, here we go. So, Whosoever transgresses and abides not in the doctrine of Christ. Now we have to move back to that again, that that you have to acknowledge who Christ is in your life. Yes. And the doctrine of Christ is the word of, of Christ that he spoke in the New Testament. That is the doctrine of Christ. Amen. And if you don't acknowledge that doctrine, I didn't say it, but... The word says that God, mm-mm-mm. I'm going to read it. And it says, abide not in the doctrine of Christ, had not God. So that means if you don't want to abide in Christ, you, don't, you ain't got God. God, God ain't got you. You no. pray, you run around, oh, God, this, God, that, and act like you holier than that. But there ain't no God with you. Say that. You, don't walk, you ain't walking in the doctrine of Christ, Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. My Lord, my Lord. So it comes back to make us understand that he that's in us. See, this is what the word says. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Yeah. But let me yeah. let me show you what, what a lot of people got in the body of Christ. And, and y'all going to pick up a good understanding to this word right now when I say it. In, a, in another part of the Bible, it says that some have the form of religion denying the power within. Mm. So you can you can look like you're a church person, but 
you 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 you're not moving in it because you're denying the power of Christ in you. Amen. My God. You got to let Christ stand up in you. That's why it says, great is he that's in you, the he that's in the world. You got to let the greatness that's in you always flourish over those things of the world that come against you. Yes, yes. And I'm, and I'm, I'm here to tell you that, that we have to strive to do that. Because even me, sometimes I don't relinquish that greatness and then fall into the things of the world. And I I have to, because the devil's always attacking me in situations you know, in, my, in my life. And it's not that I'm like, right, but it's not that I don't know who my enemy is. It's just sometimes I give over to my enemy. Mm. My Lord. It ain't that he got a victory because I gave over, because when I give over, and recognize what I allow to happen, I repent and come back. Amen. Say that. There's got, Say there's that. got to be a change. You need to say that again, overseer. You hear me? You need to say that again because people, <laughs> they, 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 uh, they're so used to uh, judgmental Christians that as soon as they do something wrong, the guilt is there, and and, and right then and there, because such and such going to say this, you don't repent. The word of God says repent. 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 Repent really with a piece. Even if I do something to my other half, I'm ready to ask for forgiveness, and I say I repent. I want to repent yes. because we, we are able to repent to one another. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. <laughs> if we don't repent, we never know what the consequences may be. Amen. And you shouldn't and you, sleep on it either. You amen. shouldn't sleep on it. You're right, woman of God. You shouldn't if sleep really, on it. If you really are a child of God, the conviction is there. And it's very hard to even try to sleep. You amen. You don't all night about what I said wrong to somebody or did I, I did this wrong. And even the person might not even know that you did something wrong to them. But you felt it in your heart. That you did something mm-hmm. wrong. Amen. 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 And I've been there with that conviction and, 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 and can't get that person to really want to hear me when I just want to forgive me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because the conviction is all on me that I was so wrong. I did that. Oh, I, I shouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, yeah. you know, if you're taking a little further, if you're taking a little further, when you don't forgive somebody, that person is gone on and they fine, and you still holding it. You Amen. still upset about it. You ain't forgetting. You still, you still holding it. But they done gone on with their life and they never on. They all right. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and the woman of God is so right. You got to understand that, that, that you're still in that place of being persecuting yourself about what happened. And the person that, that, that you want to go make amends to, they're living their life. They're all right. They're sleeping good. They're smiling. They're getting up eating. And you still you're still walking around in agony about what you, what had took, taken place. Amen. It's better to go try to get a reconciliation 
of that situation. And if they don't receive it, then you feel at peace because the Bible says if they don't receive it, then it ain't on you no more. That's right. You're the free yourself up. You know what I'm saying? I can't make you receive my forgiveness if you don't want to receive it. It's cool. But I did my part. And that's what it's about, you doing your part. In the fifth verse, she says, if there comes any any unto you and bring not his doctrine, receive him not in your house, neither bid him God's seed. Woo! So, so it's saying that if nobody, if nobody comes to your house talking about Jesus Christ and acknowledging who Jesus Christ is, then don't receive him. If they talking about God this, God that, God this, God this, oh God, oh God, oh God, and they never, they never, ex- and, and let, let me tell you why, why you have to acknowledge Jesus. This going, this going to mess you all all up for a minute. Because in the Bible it says that the Father gave all power to the Son, mm-hmm. and left all power in His hand. Amen. This is why Jesus said, if you pray to the Father in my name, then I will do it. He said, the Father do it. He said, I'll do it. You got to ask the Father in my name, and I'll do it. Amen. Because, see, God the Father ain't doing nothing here on earth. Everything is being done through the Son. Do the son. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta court. I gotta go to court tomorrow about something, and I'm asking, I'm asking Jesus to stand in the courtroom. Stand with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's through Him that things are being done. With the confirmation of the Father. Woo! Did y'all, did y'all get that? Hello? Am I still Amen. online? Oh, well, I'm I still here. Something. I'm, I'm still here. Uh, still here. I, want, I, want, yeah. I want to turn it yeah. over to the but other. I want, I, want to, I want y'all to hear that. That, that, that everything is being done through Christ Jesus with the confirmation of the Father. Amen. Mm. And y'all might never have heard that before, but but it's through the Father that confirmates everything the Son does. He says, receive, receive not in your house. He said, don't even receive these people in your house. And he wasn't talking about a physical house. He was talking about that house that you walk in daily, the house of God. You are, you are the temple of God. Don't we see that people, that person in your temple? Mm-hmm. And neither did him good God speed. Don't bid nobody with God speed to you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because you're not acknowledging you're not acknowledging the son. It's a shame when people Act like they know they know Jesus and never acknowledge who Jesus is. Mm, amen. 
And that's why this will bring you in a better understanding over in Romans, the 16th chapter, the 17th verse. He says, he says this. Now I, now I call you, brethren, mark them which cause division and offense con- contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. Can you hear what it says? Mm-hmm. Mark them and avoid them. Them people that's come around speaking to you and talking outside of the word of God that want to run around like they, like they all that. In the church, y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, Not yes, like they're holy and that, but he says that he just told you over in Romans. He said, "Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause division. Those are the people that cause division in the church and division with people." And and then he says, "An offense contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them." Anybody that's trying to kick you out of what God, Jesus' word is, and want you to live outside of that, or try to bring you to an understanding what they understand that word to be, and it's not true. Those are people you need to avoid. They used to say to me, they used to say, they used to say, you know what, Reverend, you come to church, you greet everybody, and when it's time to leave, we look around and you're you gone. You know why? Because I know a lot of y'all want to come tell me about this one and that one. I ain't trying to hear it. <laughs> Amen. I ain't trying to hear it. Even after I preach, they used to say the same thing. Dolly, you preach, and next thing you know, we wanted to talk to you, and you was gone. I'm not. Two things I don't, I don't profess that anybody should be a part of. And that's that's the after the church sermon. On the church sermon. <laughs> yeah. People got them after the church sermon to start sermonating about other people who did this. Oh, the pastor's wife. Oh this I ain't I ain't got time to hear that. Amen. And believe me Believe me, when, when God set me up in the place that I need to be, I'm going to tell my, my congregation real quick, every Sunday, y'all just got a good word from God. Don't lose it by going out there trying to talk about my wife. Because mm. <laughs> wow. you go to a lot of churches and people always got something to say about their leg lady. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they don't know they bring damnation on themselves. If the elect lady ain't right in your eyesight, just pray for her. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about her. Just pray for her. Amen. I ain't got nothing to say about her. God bless her. <clears throat> Because you got to remember, when you talk about the elect lady, you're talking about the husband, too, because God said they became one. So that means if you talk about a pastor's wife, and, or you talk about a pastor, you're talking about his wife, too. They are one. I didn't say it. The Bible said it. Over in Genesis, 
It says, let a man cleave to his wife and let them become one. They became one. When you talk about one, you're talking about both of them. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say in 11 verse, for he that abided him, God's speed is partaker of his evil deeds. For he that biddeth him, God's speed is partaker of the evil deeds. So that so so what is letting us know that if you're a partaker in all that gossip after church and, and you want to listen to this one talking about that one, you're part of that same devilish I didn't say it. Let me tell you what the word of God says. It says he that biddeth him God speed is partaker of his evil deeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that means that the hand of God is right there on you because you became a partaker of what they were talking about. Amen. I thank God. I thank God. You know what I'm saying? I just Sunday, I had to go to church. They wanted to have a meeting with me. And I thank God that I got a chance to have a conversation with my other half. And God, you heard to tell me something. And I'm telling you, it stayed on my mind all the way to church. And when we had this meeting, if it wasn't for what she had said to me, and I took heed to it, it would have been a back and forth thing with me and the people about some, some of the stuff they talked about. And I sat there and mm-hmm. people. And I smiled at them. I said, well, well, whatever. And they looked at me because they couldn't believe that I was was not, it wasn't going to be a conflict with what they were saying with me and them. Wow. And that's because God will will use somebody in your life to prepare you for something that's getting ready to take place. Mm. And, that, and then you can walk in that situation in peace and come out with the same peace you went in with. Amen. Don't be partakers when people want to start a bunch of confusion and a bunch of uh, um, conversation that is not going to be in the right manner. Amen. In the 12th, in the 12th verse, he says, Having many things to write unto you, I will not write with paper and ink, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face that our joy may be full. Sometimes you need not to write somebody something, but you need to turn around and be able to face them face to face. There's some things you just can't call somebody on the telephone and want to tell them. You need, you, need, you need to turn around and say, listen, I'm getting ready to come see you guys sometime, and you need to confront them face to face. Amen. Because let me tell you what a face to face does. <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you the power of a face to face. A face to face. A face to face will let you discern the spirit on that person. Amen. The Bible says over, and we read this in the beginning, over in 1 John, that the Holy Spirit, let no one else teach you but the the anointing that's on you. 
And it will teach you those things that are true and those things that are not. Believe me. Amen. When you meet somebody face to face, you know whether they're telling you the truth or telling you a lie. Mm-hmm. And this is why John said, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face that our joy may be full. Mm-hmm. That's, that's powerful. He says over over, um, over in the 13th verse of uh, 3rd John, he says, I have many things to write, but I will not with ink can write unto thee. And, and, and this is another time that John is telling him, I'm not going to write this. I'm coming to see. I'm coming to see. Not Facebook. Just said, I ain't writing you on Facebook. I ain't writing you on Instagram. I ain't writing you nowhere. I ain't texting you. I'm coming to see you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk this thing out. And you need you need to know. You need to. Yes, Lord. You need to know. Because people people are talk one way across the phone, but when you meet them face-to-face, you see the real attitude that they got one. Oh, Lord Jesus, ain't that the truth? And sometimes some people have a, sometimes you'll be right, and they 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 have an attitude to try to make you feel you wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why the spirit is saying, "Come see them," because then you'll be able to know what they're trying to do. Because everybody that's wrong, everybody that's wrong ain't gonna admit they're wrong. But when you get their face to face, the spirit will reveal to you about what that what that person did, what they said, or what they were trying to do that they try to act like they wouldn't do. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. I ain't telling you no I'm I'm telling you the word of God. And it tells us in the thirteenth verse of um of John in the seventeenth chapter. It says now I come it says, now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. You see what that's saying? There's some things that, that that's going to be spoken between you and that person, you know what I'm saying, in the world, that that joy of being both of you are about a satisfaction of coming into agreement, okay, this thing is over. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I I heard what you had to say. You heard what I had to say. Now we at peace because the Bible says that when we come together, it should always be iron sharpening iron, and we should be able to sharpen each other. On you know when you and and, and I talk about relationship. I'm not just talking about man and woman or man and man, but I'm talking about relationships altogether. Um, the only way you can know. What a person dislikes and don't like if y'all come to face to face with conversation. Amen. You okay? You have to know. Mm. Oh, so he turns around and he says, The children of thy elect sister greet thee. Amen. And the children of thy elect sister. The elect sister is the woman of God. Mm-hmm. 
and the children are are, are, are are us, the children of God. We are her children. Mm-hmm. And and, the, and and he says the elect sisters, and that's the women in, in the church that are, are called that are elect sisters, which are the elect ladies of God. Those are the chosen women of God. And Amen. all of us sit up under them, like the mothers of the church are the elect mothers, elect elect ladies of the church, and we sit up under them because. They give us wisdom. They give us advice. They tell us things we need to hear. Amen. And we are their children because we go to them. There's, there's certain women, even though the age of some of y'all may be, y'all still there's certain women y'all go to to talk and get advice from. Mm-hmm. There's certain women y'all go to to want to get some words of wisdom. Yeah. And you, and so you come, you come to them in that mindset. In this mindset, are there any comments tonight? We end that. That's the end of John. I, I tell you, John gave us counsel and 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 warning us about how we need to present ourselves in the kingdom of God. And I, I, I tell all of y'all, take time, read this again, go over and see what God is saying to you. One thing that he brought out to me, I need to acknowledge Christ Jesus more in my life now than ever because I read this word. Now, he might have brought something, out, something else for some of the rest of you on the line tonight. But that's one thing that I got out of it that I need to acknowledge Christ in all that I do. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Well, that's the end of our Bible study. We thank everyone. No one has no comment. We want to pray for all those that had an ear to hear what God's word said. Father God, we ask you to bless the families and bless the, and bless the ones that had an ear to hear your word tonight, Father God. Father God, Father God. Father God, let our finances grow, Father God. Father God, bring a blessing unto us, Father God. Mm, that we, we mm, that we would not understand and where it came from or, 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 or how you did it, but we give glory and honor to you for all you you have done. You know the things that we need and your Bible says seek you the kingdom of God first and his righteousness and all of the things will be added on to us. So Father God, we are humbling ourselves to be for those things to be added. And Father God, we just ask you to bless our relationships and our families, bless our relationship with our children, bless our relationships with our with the other parts of who we are, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, but Father God, we just ask that your covering come over us right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to pour out a fresh anointing and a right heart in all of us that we walk according to your will and your purpose in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank everyone for joining us. Please join us on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock with Pastor Nadine Riley as she will be opening up our
uh, God's revival get right or get left with Pastor Blood. So come join Pastor Blood on that night. And Pastor, I will call her because she's not on Facebook. So I will send her a call out tomorrow reminding her about Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. God bless. Everyone have a blessed and wonderful night, as we always say, in leaving the line, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And, Father, I'll be thankful, and as I always say, smooches, smooches, smooches. We love you. Let heaven and earth smile upon you. Everyone have a blessed night. I'll take some from my mouth. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.